0: and welcome to the Resound Church podcast. Whether it's your first or your 40th time tuning in, we're so glad you're here and we pray that you get something powerful from today's sermon. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks, church. Um, come on, can we just honour Wayne and Ruth for their leadership and constant support? Thank you guys for your belief and support in Jess and I. Um, we feel it and uh, we appreciate it. Um, yeah, so what to say at a time like this, I guess uh, thanks for the whole church, the oversight for believing in us to take the next step to lead at a higher capacity. We don't take the responsibility lightly and it, it is an honour and a privilege for us to uh, you know, lead the church into what we feel God is uh, calling it into for the next season. And so um, there are a few core beliefs, I guess, that are in me and Jess that kind of shape the way that we minister and pastor. Um, The first one would be this, that we believe that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life, and that nobody comes through the Father except for through Him. We believe that it is God's desire that no man shall perish, um, but all would come to repentance that we all fall short of the glory of God, but God made Him who knew no sin, sin, so that we could become the righteousness of God. Uh, I believe that with my every, every fibre of my being, because when I was 16 years of age, far from God, He found me and He saved me. And so we believe that Jesus is the way, the truth and the life, and we uh, operate as if that is true, 100% true. Um, to tail on that, we believe in people, believe in people because somebody believed in me somebody's probably believed in you and um people believed in me probably when they had no reason to believe in me and so we actually don't believe that anyone's too far from God we believe that it's God's heart and it's our desire that all would come to know him uh as well Uh, we believe in family we're family people um we just are. We believe that before our call to ministry, our first call is to our family, to our relationship, to love and encourage each other, to love our kids and raise them up in the knowledge of the Lord. Um, And so we believe in family and that comes through a lot of what we do as well. And so don't call me after (laughs) 5pm. I'm joking. But we believe in family. We also believe in the church. The church in a lot of ways raised me. I didn't come from a Christian home or anything like that. There was no real support or structure or anything. And, and it was men in the church that raised me, uh, spiritual fathers. And so we believe in the church. We believe that it's God's answer to the world. Um, we believe that within the context and family and community of church is where we grow, not only as people, but it's where we grow spiritually as well. And so we believe in the church. And, and lastly, we believe in the Bible. <laughs> We believe that the Bible is the inspired, inherent, infallible Word of God and it is our only accurate knowledge of the God that we serve. And so we will do our best week to week to lead uh, with His leading by His Word, by His inspired Word um, and faithfully bring it to you week to week uh, to week. Like Wayne said, we can't promise a lot stepping into this new uh, road, Ro- role, role rather not road. Stepping into this new road role, I can't promise a lot because we are only human, as Wayne said. We won't get everything right, but I can promise that we will lead with integrity, authenticity, and honesty. And honesty—it's uh, a role we don't take lightly. And it's a role that's been modelled to us through our senior pastors, Wayne and Ruth, so well. And so uh, we appreciate it. We appreciate the support and we appreciate the grace. We appreciate the prayers. We can feel them uh, and we appreciate the encouragement. So I love you guys. And uh, it's my privilege just to come around for a few moments uh, around a little message around anointing and then we're gonna pray for uh, the staff first and then the staff and the oversight are gonna pray for the whole church. And so... You might be thinking, what is anointing Sunday? Why is everybody talking about olive oil? Why is everyone talking about oil? All that kind of stuff. I'm gonna attempt to, um, I guess, just bring some clarity around why we do anointing Sundays uh, every year. All through the Bible, oil is used to mark a person or a place as bridging the gap between heaven and earth. It marks a person or a place where the presence of God Or his kingdom has collided with earth. And so every time we see through scripture that God's kingdom or his presence or his spirit collides with earth, we see them anoint places and people with oil. It is a significant symbol of heaven touching earth, of his spirit coming upon earth. A person In Genesis 28, Jacob had a dream. He saw a stairway into heaven. When he woke up, he anointed the rock, which his head laid on with oil and called it the house of God, the place where heaven and earth are one. In Exodus 40, the Israelites built the tabernacle in the wilderness. When it was complete, they anointed the tent with oil, making it the place where God's heavenly presence would rest on earth where His Spirit would reside on earth. And so they anointed it as a symbol. They anointed it with oil. In Exodus, 1 Samuel, Second Kings, just to name a few, Israelites, priests and kings were anointed with oil and set apart as leaders to mediate God's heavenly wisdom to the world. They anointed them with oil. Anointing with oil is symbolic. It's prophetic of God's Spirit resting upon someone of heaven colliding with earth. To anoint with oil is a powerful biblical symbol and a physical sign that a person or a place has been marked by heaven, marked by his spirit where heaven and earth have collided to set a person apart, to set them apart for God's will and their and God's purpose for their life. Jesus is the ultimate representation of heaven colliding with earth. He is the God man, the man God, God in flesh. He is 100 percent God, 100 percent man with no mixture. Don't try and work that out in your head. God is bigger than us, way bigger than we could ever dream, think or imagine. He is 100 percent God, a 100 percent man with no mixture, which makes him the perfect Christ. Christ is not Jesus' last name, in case you were wondering. They didn't call him Mr. Christ as he walked around. Makes him the perfect Christ. Why? Because he's the perfect representation of heaven colliding with earth for you and I. Christ is a title. It means anointed one. All through the Scriptures, we see that Christ was actually the anointed one, the perfect man, the perfect God colliding together. Jesus was the anointed one, man and God, heaven and earth, the perfect bridge for you and I. And now by His Spirit, we profess, those who profess faith in Jesus. We now are Christians coming from the word Christ, meaning anointed one, which means this, we are anointed ones who follow the anointed one. That's what Christian means. The anointed ones, Who follow the anointed one. What does anointed mean? The ones who bridge the gap between heaven and earth. Why? Because we carry His Spirit within. And so anointing this morning with oil is a powerful, prophetic, physical symbol that we are marked by the Spirit of God this year to do all that He has called us to do. And His Spirit is Marks us on the inside. But I believe that there is something powerful because it wouldn't be in the Bible in other places if there wasn't about the prophetic symbol of oil representing His, His uh, Spirit coming to rest upon a person, upon a couple, upon a family. And so this morning, all we're gonna do is we're gonna come get the staff up. We're gonna pray for the staff. And the oversight, the oversight's gonna come down and the staff's gonna come down. And then whether you're an individual, whether you're a couple, whether you're a family, we're gonna bring the family, the kids in the back so you can go and get your kids. And we'd ask anyone who wants to come to the front, to come to one of the couples at the front, the people at the front, let them anoint you with oil. Let them anoint your family with oil. Why? As a prophetic symbol, a physical symbol that we are marked for God to fulfil the will and the purpose for our lives this year. If nothing else, it does something in us because I believe all of us come to points in our life where we need to make a definitive decision. Am I going to listen to God this year? Am I going to try my best to hear His voice this year? Am I going to not be led by my emotions and by my wants and by my, my, my desires, but be led by His Spirit this year? And the anointing of oil is the physical symbol. The marking point, I am marked by God for greater things, for His plans and for His purposes. I am where heaven has collided with earth to be the perfect bridge to ultimately point people to Jesus. And so this morning, that's what we're going to do. We're going to invite the staff first and then all of you guys, we're going to anoint the whole church with oil. And so I would say don't, um, it might take a little bit of time, but Unless you really need to rush off, we're going to pray for elderly people and for young families first because nobody likes kids screaming all the time, and we'll get them out the way first. and And so if you're a little bit, you know, you got nothing to do, just hang around a bit at the back, and then come forward a bit later would, would be helpful. But I actually think it's a powerful prophetic moment in our lives. And so the guys down the front, they're not going to pray long prayers. They're not going to baptise you in the Holy Spirit or push you over. They're they're simply going to anoint your head with oil and pray that you are blessed for the year, that your ears and your eyes are open to hear and see all that He wants you to do this year. And so can I invite the staff, all the staff, maybe just stand down the front if all the staff can come. Actually, come come on stage because we do have new staff. We should probably introduce them to you all. Um, why don't you guys come on staff and partners as well? Can the oversight just come as well? Because then Wayne and Ruth are going to anoint everyone with oil uh, on, st- on stage. We've brought all the PKs in, pastors' kids in. They're the most well-behaved kids. Well, that's the... Uh, She's amazing. Amazing. Well, can we give these guys a hand? This is the leadership of the church and the staff and the oversight. And so um, obviously, Brit and Josh are amazing, do everything. Britt is on three days a week. Uh, with us at staff. She does pretty much has a lot of roles, young families, does pastoral care, all that kind of stuff, and then does everything else and puts up with us. So she's amazing. Um, There's my two babies. Look at them. Beautiful. Someone's got her shoes off again. Uh, That's fine. This is Nick and Kylie. Nick is on staff with us three days a week. He also works for the uh, national church as well. He oversees uh, youth ministries and youth pastors nationally for our movement, Acts Global Movement as well. And so um, they are a beautiful family and we're blessed to have these guys on our staff and a part of our team this year. It's amazing. Then you got Dave and Hannah uh, in the middle. And as uh, one of our oversight members said, the first day they came, they are youth pastors' shoes. That's how you know that they're the youth pastors because they got some youth pastor shoes on them. And so... <laughs> Dave and Hannah are new. They joined our church. They followed the call of God to come and lead our, our uh, youth ministry this year. We're so excited to have them. Dave's on two days a week with us um, to really build into what we feel is a really important area for us to go and reach uh, young people. Statistically, most people make a decision between uh, 14 and 22 for Jesus. And so it is an area that we need to invest and in staff well. And we think Dave and Hannah, you guys are amazing and in God's uh I Guess Grace brought you guys to us, and so uh, which is amazing. And then there's CP, everyone loves CP, give him a wave. <laughs> CP has uh, taken on a new role this year for our, with our young adults, and we are believing that the whole thing has just been a God thing, how it's come about. And so, we're so excited and uh, about young adults this year and reaching. Uh, you know, 18 to 25 year olds to 30 year olds for Jesus, and it's going to be awesome. And CP, you're the right person to to lead the team, and so it really is amazing. Then we got Hannah Lansmeer there, Hannah. Um is administration. She's on two days a week, but she really does a lot more than two days a week. She does everything and she uh, does the sound on Sundays and is building the, the sound team. And so she's the jack of all trades and we would be lost without her. So uh, she really is amazing. And then Rach, our incredible kids uh, leader, kids director, does an amazing job. She's like the Pied Piper of kids. They all love her. Um, we actually have to play kids church in our Um, house and um, Summer always gets to be Rachel. And so, because Rachel is the, we fight over who gets to be Rachel. So uh, it's exciting. And then of course, our oversight members. So come on, can we give these guys one last hand? And can I just encourage you as the Bible does to pray for your leaders, uh, to pray for these guys, to pray for their families, uh, we actually do feel the prayers and so and the encouragement at times. And so can I encourage you to pray for all of these guys as we are going to now. So Wayne and Ruth, do you guys want to anoint all these guys with uh, oil? Sorry, it's going to just take a bit of time. But that's all. Thanks for listening through this message recorded live at Resound Church in Melbourne. You can find out more about who we are online, including our service times and live streams. Have a great week and we'll catch you next time.